if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food. food. First, Philadelphia is getting into the plant-based cream cheese business. It's uh, made from coconut oil and fava bean protein. So far, you can get it in Atlanta, Houston, and Miami. Mmm, bagels and fava beans. Can anyone hear the words fava beans and not think of a certain movie? (laughs) No, not at all. Second, do you love some good bread with pasta? The UN named the French baguette an item of intangible cultural heritage. Mm, I agree. Saying it celebrates Mm -hmm. the French way of life. And finally, in the world of food, did you know that celebrities have to sneak food into award shows? Yeah, that's because food is served and put away while they're still on the red carpet because carpet they don't want all the clanking mm. of glasses and silverware to make it on TV. <laughs> so Harry Styles has been spotted at the VMAs peeling an orange. Mm. The Stranger Things actors and actresses have been spotted eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at the Emmys. And uh, one time, Melissa McCarthy w- was nice enough to bring 40 ham sandwiches to the awards to hand out to fellow celebrities. <laughs> Surprised uh, Harry, did, he, he said he had oranges. He was peeling an orange. Surprised he didn't have watermelon with his Seriously, what's song. up with that? Watermelon, I guess sugar oranges high. travel easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, if he walked the red carpet with a giant watermelon under his arm, people would be like, he's so stylish. <laughs> yes, he could do anything. He's like so that. avant-garde. <laughs> He'd be like, no, I'm so hungry. <laughs> I thought this might be fun. It might help some parents out, too, that are looking to get their kids something simple and fun uh, and doesn't need an app or batteries or doesn't need to be charged, like a simple old school toy. So be thinking, Taylor, about something that was, I'm talking like really simple toy, but you loved and would play with over and over and over again. Maybe we can make a list of stuff that parents can put in the idea box for uh, stuff that they might want to get for their kids this Christmas. I have one that came to mind. I can't wait to share with you guys. So simple. Tell you about it next. So we're talking about some simple toy ideas. Maybe we can make a little list and you get some ideas, stocking stuffers, or maybe just you just want something for your kids that doesn't need to be charged or or have a, an app to go with. You just want something simple. This is the toy I came up with. I had these when I was a kid and I got them out of a Cracker Jack box. That's how simple they are. Hmm. They're a little, it looked like a, I don't know, an upside down fan and you'd, it was a flat disc, and you'd put it down on a tabletop and go, you'd blow it, and it would spin. Do you remember those? <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. I have no I idea what you're talking those. about. If I got one of those in a box of Cracker Jack, I was like, sweet. Is it kind of like a top, but you blow it instead of spin it with yeah, your fingers? Yeah, you just go, and it would spin around and around and around. Oh, yeah, cool. Was cool. I love that. Man, I can't. I wasn't going that simple. I was going with my, um, do you remember the thing you put around your ankle, and it was a lemon on the end with a little shaker in it? And you'd spin it around your ankle and jump over it as it came around. Oh, yeah, I remember those. The lemon. Yeah, I yeah. loved that's my a, lemon. Yeah, that's a simple toy. But that that, work. that's like something you actually, yeah. Powered you can't by, get it in a Cracker Jacks box. Powered by Kid Energy. Yeah. Right? yeah those so, were so fun. I so, wonder if they still make those. Do you got a couple of uh, couple of ideas? Maybe something you loved when you were a kid that would be a great idea for a parent who's maybe struggling with, man, I don't want to buy yet another I something, iPhone, I whatever, iPad. You want to get them something that's going to engage their mind a little bit, maybe, or or just a simple, fun toy. Give us a call. Hey, Chris, we're talking about simple toy ideas. What, what do you got for us? Simple toy, marbles. Nice, yes. Oh. Hours of endless fun. However, I lost my marbles years ago, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
Cindy, do you have a good vintage old school toy that would help a parent that doesn't want to do anything that has to do with screens? One of my absolute favorites that even my kids love, and I know y'all are going to remember, Operation. Oh, yes. Oh, that'll give you a heart attack. That came. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But the cool thing is everybody can participate and everybody can do it. And the other one that I have that I love that doesn't cost a whole heck of a lot is Twister. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, That's fun. How about you? Do you have one? I love what you said, Taylor, like a toy that involves no screens. (laughs) Right? Do you have a good idea to share with everybody? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, Cindy, how about your idea for a really simple, affordable toy that gets the kids away from the screens? Last night, we were putting together our Christmas tree, and the box that the tree comes in, I know this is really off the wall, but my little granddaughter sat there and played in the box. Yes. But my my favorite (laughs) growing up was Jack Stones. Do you remember the jacks and the ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, honey, my family, my friends, we would sit and play that, Jack. They're very inexpensive. Right, they're the evil twin of Legos, though, if you ever step on one. Ouch. (laughs) But it was the box that your granddaughter loved. My little granddaughter played in that thing. She had the best time. And I've got pictures of my kids growing up when they were like two or three, too. It's just so amazing that, you know, how time it repeats itself in a way. Yeah. Because I, I just enjoyed it so much Aww. watching her play in that box. It's nothing. <laughs> but she loved it. So big news in our family today. Could not wait to share it with you guys because um, y'all have been on a journey with my son, Kyle, some of you, for over 20 years with him uh, getting his first drum set when he was about eight years old and his drum lessons. And we've had him on the show. Didn't we have him and his... His buddy John, when they had their little band, we had him yeah. in at Christmas time to do some Christmas songs. We remember? had him in when he was with the artist Caroline Cole. Yeah, they yeah, all yeah. came in and performed. Yeah, and uh, you guys probably followed Kyle. If you have him, I say he went off to Berkeley College of Music, got his music degree there, performance degree, had his music career going. COVID hit, so he came to stay with us. Remember, it was two weeks to flatten the curve. He was like, yeah, I'll stay here for two weeks. Well, Kyle's still with us <laughs> because... <laughs> When everything went in lockdown, he was like, well, what can I do to maximize this time? And he decided, I'm going to get my master's degree. So he started pursuing his master's degree in jazz studies. And today is his final day of classes. Woo-hoo! This is it. He's done. That's and he awesome. Will, uh, have officially completed all the uh, requirements wow. to have his master's degree in jazz studies. So we are just, I wanted to share it with you guys because you guys have prayed for him for years and have just been his cheerleader and biggest support. I can't tell you how many moms and dads have emailed me. Hey, my son wants to play the drums. What advice would you give me? And I would say, you know what advice I would give you is talk to my son, Kyle. And Kyle has, has emailed and had chats with so many oh, that's awesome. of our listeners, kids who wanted to pursue Very drums. Cool. So we're going to mark the event. We're going to go out. Traditionally, when someone gets their master's degree, you take them out for pizza. <laughs> That's what, that's Is that what, what he, he wanted? That's what he wanted to do. Aw, that's, that's awesome. Go, Kyle. So, yeah, we're going to take him and his, his uh, I was going to say girlfriend, his fiance. It's been a big year for Kyle. Yes, it has. Um, we're going to take them out for pizza. And by the way, this is uh, this is Kyle playing earlier this year with the jazz ensemble, him on drums. Yeah, he's the real deal. He's not not playing around. So anyhow, we are. I'm super proud of him. My wife and I. We didn't even we didn't graduate college, and to have a son that is getting his master's degree in something that he is absolutely absolutely passionate about and loves. I mean, music is his life. I'm just so super proud of him today. 
And uh, yeah, my heart is full just thinking about that accomplishment. Way to go, Kyle. Coming up, when a neighborhood pitches in to help a community dog. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! If you are a dog lover like we are here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love this story. A community is pitching in to help this dog that is always all out and about so much that they feel like he's the community dog. (laughs) It's a sheepdog in Decatur that Georgia that heroically fought off a group of more than six coyotes. He's a big white dog named Casper and he works on his owner John's farm and Casper was protecting John's flock. Well, the fight lasted for half an hour with these coyotes. The community started a GoFundMe account to pay for Casper's $15,000 vet bill Hmm. and the campaign did so well they surpassed the goal so the extra money is going to go towards saving another animal's life in the future. Wow. Isn't that awesome? 15 grand. I'm so glad 15, people helped. We should talk about that. We should talk about what is the highest vet bill Ooh, I don't you've talk ever about gotten because <laughs> it can be. We just we just helped out Ugh. a family uh, with a donation because they had a, I'll tell you their story in a minute about an unexpected vet bill while they're in the hospital having their first child. Oh, I'll tell you about them in a minute, but we'd love to hear from you. What's the highest, craziest vet bill you've ever had? We'd love to hear from you. We're talking about uh, jaw-dropping vet bills. You know, you take your your cat, your dog, your goldfish, whatever, to the vet, and you walk out of there hundreds or thousands of dollars later, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I had no idea Uh. it was going to be that much. We'd love to hear your story. We're talking about vet bills, surprise vet bills, and this is very personal to me. We have uh, five dogs. We had six at one time, so we're no stranger to jaw-dropping vet bills. Our first greyhound we ever got, uh, she ate a whole thing of rabbit food within a week of having her. 700 bucks just out of the gate. But um, uh, my son has a friend uh, who lives in Nashville. You know, Kyle's a musician, and uh, he worked with a whole bunch of different producers. And this one producer he worked with really became fond of. And that producer got married, and they've been planning on having kids. And they saved and saved and saved. They were like, we are going to do this right we're going to save and have a little bit of Dave Ramsey nest egg built up to take care of anything that might happen with our child. Nice. They're getting ready to go to the hospital. Labor's coming, and the cat's acting weird and funny. I, I don't know what, what was wrong with the cat, but they dropped the cat off at the vet on the way to the hospital. Okay. And left it in their hands. And they, they've had the cat like 12, 13 years. They love this cat. Dropped the cat off at the hospital, said, do whatever it takes, save the cat. We're going to have a baby. They leave the cat and they have the baby and they get home and about a week goes by and they're like, well, we had to take the cat to a specialist and the specialist had <gasps> no, to no, operate. No, no, no. There was like kidney issues and stuff. 15 grand. What? How old cat. is this cat? He's old. I mean, they've had him oh, like 12 no, or 13 years. They might years. have realized it was time to say goodbye. Um, well, they didn't for whatever reason and they love the cat and and. They had they had left the cat with them saying do whatever it takes. Oh, so they did do whatever it whatever takes. It okay, took. there was no clearing the and expenses. Now, yeah, now they're like they feel awful. They're like we we were really we were so proud of ourselves for being mature grown ups with getting ready for the baby. That money is gone. Trying to pay for the the cat now. So they did a GoFundMe. And we, my wife and I donated a little bit. Oh, that was nice. And referenced Kyle, and the guy responded back with a thank you, saying, I see where Kyle gets his generous heart from now. Aww. We're just, like, so bummed because this is, we did not. Cannot imagine. He said, we did not have 
uh, $15,000 cat bill on our bingo card. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, it wasn't 15 It was 7 which sounds better compared to 15, but still. It's still that's crazy when you don't that have is, the money. That is a yeah. lot, yes. So uh, do you have a crazy vet bill story like that? We would love to hear from you. Sarah, you've got a good crazy vet bill story for us? About five years ago when we got our puppy, we were walking her and there was some construction going on around our apartment at the time. Some construction workers, I guess, had partaken in some chicken wing eating and she had swallowed a pretty big chicken bone and we had to rush her they did an exploratory surgery two weeks before she was supposed to be spayed and we got hit with an over five thousand dollar vet bill no Mm. oh you had some vet bills too didn't you taylor oh yeah i make my husband hide the vet budget from me (laughs) we have this thing called quicken that shows how much we've spent each year on our animals and i don't want to know i'm like don't tell me i do not want to know ignorance is bliss yes (laughs) Right, right now i love the dog (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to the Kevin and Taylor show, chances are that you have at least one nativity in your home. Check out this guy. Michael lives in Gutenberg, Iowa, and he has collected 2,539 nativity scenes. Wow. And he's about to break two world records, including the Guinness Book of World Records. He's been buying these nativity scenes since the 1950s. All of them right now are set up inside a small town bank in eastern Iowa so people can Aww. see them. And a lot of them are handmade. Many are historical. Get this. This gives you, it wraps your brain around how many nativity scenes they are. I mean, picture it. Each scene has the barn. It has Mary, mm-hmm. Joseph, Jesus, mm-hmm. the wise men, the animals. Men, yeah. Took him six weeks to set them up in the bank. No kidding. <laughs> mm. Isn't that awesome? We went to... Um the National Cathedral one time around Christmas up in, in Washington, D.C. And uh, they had a Nativities of the World set up. And you know what was really cool about the Nativities of the World? Depending on where it was from, the characters would look like the natives of that of that oh, region. Yeah. So if it was from the Far East, it would look like people live in the Far East. If it was from Sweden, it would look mm-hmm. like Swedish people. If it was from Africa, it would look like people who have it Africa. It That's was really cool, cool that... That everyone imagines, and I love it because to me it implies a closeness, right? Um, that you're that that's how you imagine mm-hmm. the, the holy family is that it, it looked just like you. Ours is carved out of olive wood from Israel, mm-hmm. so you can assign whatever nationality you want because <laughs> well, it's like, wood. <laughs> we just got one, uh, in, we went on vacation to Mexico this past year, and we got one in Mexico. Oh, fun! And the characters all look like that's they awesome, could have come from Guatemala. You know, it's it's I just I really appreciate that i think it's really cool so is it still a thing to get everybody together for uh the christmas photo like i know you're you're gonna go see your family soon right Mm -hmm. and and it'll be a full house of people um is it still a big deal to have everyone when you're all gathered together to get everybody together and get the perfect family picture let's talk about that next so have you ever seen people post things like uh, let me know your home state without telling me the name of your home state. They'll post things like that, and you have to give them a hint. Well, there was one. It was like let let me know your let me know you were born in the seventies or whatever without telling me you were born in the seventies. So this lady posted, um, "I'm I was born in the seventies, and the proof is I got my family together for the family Christmas photo, got the film back from the developer, and the pictures were terrible. Had to do it all over again." Mm, yeah, you didn't be. You couldn't have this instant. Let me see if it turned out okay. Right, Back right, then, right. You had to wait. 
And that was followed by another another meme that said, Moms forcing their kids to take Christmas pictures. Sit your butt down, smile, don't pick your nose. If you don't behave, no ice cream. And then they post the picture and they put, The reason I breathe. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. After yelling and screaming in tears just to get the picture. So I was just wondering, like, when you get together with your family, will you guys do the, okay, let's all get together for a picture moment? Mm, Gosh, we haven't done that in a long time, mainly because um, there's always somebody missing. It seems like we're never all in the same room together, which is kind of sad. Mm. Um, but I noticed there was a really great group picture from Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I wasn't there. Mm. And I felt very left out. <laughs> Extremely left out. That could be a family game. Identify who's missing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> win a prize, right? But now that you say it, we should totally get a group picture because we're getting together this um, this Friday and Saturday night. Okay. And there's going to be a ton of people missing. But we should. We might as well get the group that's there. Why not? Let's yeah, celebrate. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. yeah, that's the whole. My whole point is, well, whoever's there, and mm-hmm. my wife, she will only do it now if, um, if it's the kids and their uh, significant others, and then she'll get them together. But she don't want to be in the picture. I'm Aww. like you know, t- typical mom thing. Uh, I don't want to be in the picture. I just want to get want to get everybody else. Okay, I want to get you guys ready for any Christmas gatherings, maybe the company Christmas party you might be going to, and uh, supply you with some good Christmas dad jokes. Got some fresh ones coming up next. All right, some Christmas dad jokes suitable for telling at the company Christmas party or family gathering. Uh, uh, Taylor, why did the snowman go to the produce department? Mm, I don't know why. To pick his nose. <laughs> That's really good. That would be so big with first graders. Okay, a copy of A Christmas Carol just fell on my toe. You know, the no. book, A Christmas Carol, it hurts like the Dickens. But um, bump. Charles Dickens wrote A uh, Christmas Carol. Okay, last one. I, what I really want to know this year is when is the employee party for the Walmart self checkout lane? Because <laughs> I'm totally there. <laughs> So the other day I had the coolest experience. I got to be part of a surprise and I had no idea it was coming. So here's the deal. I called my niece, Alyssa, to wish her a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And we're just talking, getting caught up. She's doing all this wedding planning. She's getting married April 15th. And she's a physical therapist. So I'm just learning about her job and the wedding plans and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, on the other side of the phone, she goes, oh! And she's just like freaking out. And her older sister, Ariel, had showed up to surprise her for Aww. her birthday. And I was like, this is so cool. I can't believe I got to be a part of it by being on the phone with you. But go, go, go enjoy your sister. Have fun. Right. Happy birthday. I love you. It I can't believe so I get to be a part of this. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Have you heard about this trend with really young parents They're choosing to celebrate Christmas with their kids very differently than when they grew up. Now, these are super young parents or Gen Z, which means they're in their early 20s. But they have decided not to tell their kids about Santa Claus. One mom said, I don't want to scare my children into thinking that they're more naughty or nice than any other child based on Christmas gifts. And uh, I don't know how they can hide it from their kids, because if you go to like you watch TV or go to school or go to church, other kids are talking about Santa Claus. So I'm not sure how you would pull that off as a young parent, but that's uh, apparently a new trend. In the words of Buddy the Elf, that's shocking. (laughs) Coming up, this will bring new meaning to the part of the song that says, you better watch out.
This will bring new meaning to the part of the song that says, you better watch out. Even though it's the season to be jolly, it's also the season to be careful. About a third of Americans have injuries related to Christmas. 30%? That just seems so high to me. Now, the top way we get hurt at Christmas time, when we're wrapping gifts. I guess maybe cutting our finger on the little thing that breaks the tape off or not looking when we're using the scissors. Uh, We slip or trip putting up lights. We have cooking injuries, burned by a candle, tripping over a Christmas decoration and more. Thankfully, only 3% of injuries are from people putting up decorations on their roof. We went driving around last weekend thinking like, okay, it was Saturday night and we went to specifically go, let's take a ride and, and look at Christmas lights. As we thought, everybody, Saturday, they all have them up. You know, in the dark, we saw people on ladders putting their lights up. Oh, man. And we were wondering, if you do that, maybe you can give us a call. Uh, We were wondering, do people like to put their lights up in the dark so they can see what it's going to look like? Is that why they're doing it? Because it would not one, but two people up on ladders in the dark putting their their lights up. So if if that's you, call and tell us, was this just because you ran out of time? Or do you do that on purpose? So we'd love to hear from you if you're one of those people that put your lights up in the dark. I would have thought it was just a one-off thing if we would have just seen one person doing it. But two people up on ladders putting their lights up in the dark last weekend. Do you do that? And is it on purpose? Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, it's Kevin and Taylor. Hey, oh my gosh, we got through. Hey. Hey. Say hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Are you guys uh, those people that put your lights up in the dark? Unfortunately, we are. This year, we are. Normally, we don't. But this year, we've been so busy, and we had no time to do it. And my kids are like, hey, Mom, across the street, our neighbors are putting the lights up, and it was dark. And I'm like, you know, why don't we just do it? So we had the time, <laughs> so we put up our lights in the dark. <laughs> no kidding. And, and no one got hurt. Everything was good. Yeah, everything was fine. Everything was great. So, Did you feel like it was easier to see what it was going to look like because it was already dark? Um, yeah, I think it helped. I think it helped. Do you guys think it helped? No. No. <laughs> we would have rather been watching Elf, Mom. They're always going to make a liar of you. <laughs> That's right. We were talking about people putting up their Christmas lights in the dark, and that one mom called in, so they just ran out of time. Yeah. <laughs> so they went ahead and did it. Tis the season. Um, never done that, but I, I hope sharing this story might encourage you a little bit if things are really, really tight this year. Um, never put up Christmas lights in the dark, but one year, um, man, we were so broke. We had uh, we had put Christmas presents for Kyle on layaway, it was just me and Tracy and Kyle at the time. You know, we have four kids now, but at the time, Kyle was really little. And we had put presents for him other than Santa. We had put Christmas presents on layaway for him because we, we didn't want to have credit cards. We just couldn't afford it. Um, and we also couldn't afford a Christmas tree. So on, I told my wife, I said, we're going to have a tree. We're just going to wait till Christmas Eve when they're really, really cheap. And we went, I went to a shell station, a gas station, where they had like three or four just like Charlie Brown trees left. And they were $5. And I went in and I said to the guy, hey, any, any chance? Because, you know, in like two or three hours, these things are worthless. Can I Can I just have one? Because we were broke. I mean, we were like, yeah. $5 is a lot of money. And he's like, sorry, dude, five bucks. So I bought the $5 Christmas tree and went home. And it was dark by then. And the, it wouldn't fit in our tree stand. So oh, I yeah. was out in the, we lived in an apartment complex. I'm out in the little front yard of the apartment complex didn't have any tools, and I'm trying to cut the bottom branch off with a steak knife. <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> and I did it. 
Good I job. I did it, and our $5 tree fit, and it was absolutely beautiful, and it's a Aww. great Christmas memory of, of just, you know, when you're first starting out or when times yeah. are tough, you do what you got to do to make things work, and we and we did, and we got it done, and man, I can I can still see that tree in my in my head, and is our tree now more spectacular and full of more ornaments and and more aesthetically pleasing? Absolutely. But I'm going to remember the other tree for my entire life because it was just so special.